Welcome to Share Truth, Apply Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, joined by, you guessed it, Cedra Sarton. Not as always? No, I'm mixing it up today. What? <laughs> I was like joined by, and then I, I was like joined by. Those words don't sound right. <laughs> joined and by shouldn't be that close together because as always, is supposed to go in between right. them. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm just trying to throw you off. Oh, wow. You did. And it worked. Did. Submission accomplished. Yeah. Well, if you're joining us for the first time or you just want to know how to connect with us, you can go to engagemagazine.net where you can find all our other podcasts, articles, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. Follow yeah. us. Follow subscribe. Us. Hit the like button. Co- yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, but we're not alone. We aren't. If You, you may have heard somebody laughing in the background here. Because we're hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined uh, again by the great Hannah Metter. Oh, he did it right. I was yeah. waiting. I was like, is he going to pronounce the last name right? <laughs> I did, right? <laughs> he did. He I did. was practicing. <laughs> or, or call you by the wrong last name. <laughs> I was like, Hannah, uh, no. Nope, not yeah. wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome. Yeah. Well, thank you. Hello, yeah. guys. Hi, hey, Cedra. Hello. <laughs> As always, I'm here. As yeah. always, the Cedra Sarton. And uh, yeah, well, there was a time you wrote, uh, mm-hmm. I believe it was you that wrote something for us, and you called uh, Jordan and I the dynamic, was it the dynamic I did, duo? the dynamic duo. Oh, and I've yes. been living on that, <laughs> I've been living off that high ever since. That has been. That needs to be in y'all's bio. Uh, yeah, I right. almost, Engage yeah, the dynamic duo. Go to yes. all of my social and change all of my bios to say part of <laughs> one half of a dynamic duo. Yeah. And they're going to be like, who's the other half? And I'll be like, that's the mystory. Don't tell them. Yeah. Nobody will ever know. I don't want people to yeah. know. Yeah. Well, you're with us again because, well, again, you wrote a fantastic article mm-hmm. enough that Thank we decided you. to share it uh, with the engaged audience as well. Mm-hmm. But if you want to find the original, you can go to afa.net slash the stand. And afa.net is probably the easiest way. And then you'll see the tab for the stand. Yes. That is the AFA's uh, official online blog. So. There will also be a link in the description of this episode if you're listening to this as a podcast or if you're watching slash listening to this on YouTube, there is a link to it in the description. So go check it out. So in the title of this article that we are kind of, we're not going to give you the whole article, but we are just going to kind of touch on this topic. It's titled Better is One Day. If you Mm want to go read the entire thing, because we're not going to give you the whole thing here, but uh, if you want to go read it for yourself, feel free. It's also on EngageMagazine.net. Right. So uh, to start us off, Hannah, your recent married yes Yes. a whole six weeks a whole six weeks weeks. oh my goodness (laughs) and we're still married and it's just getting good i'm (laughs) gonna tell you that yeah (laughs) it gets better um but that's sort of the premise of your your article here is Mm -hmm. um you kind of reflect on your wedding a little bit and that really struck home with me i mean i i've i've been married for a number of years now and um and the the wedding day now for me it was different from my wife i i had this tendency when something big is happening Mm -hmm. in my life that my mind just sort of goes into autopilot Uh and it's sort of like I'm having an out-of-body experience and I'm just kind of watching it from the background. My wife is very immediate Mm -hmm. with her feelings and she like feels it very intensely. Mm -hmm. So um, while we remember the same things, we remember it very differently and how we felt about it. But my wedding is one of those times when I really truly felt like I was very present Mm -hmm. and that something big was happening in my life that was completely changing everything. And it it really is such a beautiful picture of 
of Christ in the church. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm glad that um, I, I have a pastor, when he, when he married us, he pointed that out uh, for, for the people in the congregation as well, people who may not have been uh, Christians, that this is a picture. This is a picture of the unity of Christ in the church, especially something that we look forward to mm-hmm. um, because we know in the, the end of the day, end of days, you know, the wedding feast of the Lamb, right. the, it, that's what it's described as the, the church is the bride of Christ. And that's sort of what you're, what you're talking about here is that um, as, as we experience these joys in life, these really kind of pale in comparison, but they also point forward mm-hmm. to a greater reality. Right. Yeah. And I love that you did that. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I as um, and I kind of talk about this a little bit in the blog, but I was the girl that was the princess girl. Yes. I was the I wanted a wedding. I wanted a happily ever after, true love kiss, all of that. Mm. And I started planning when I was very young. I right. was just one of those girls. And so when Dalton proposed, we got engaged April sixteenth, and we got married August seventh. Yeah. So it was a quick engagement because I was like, I know I, everything's everything's ready, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I was so excited, looking mm. forward to it. Planned everything, and Cedra knows. Cedra actually did my makeup for my wedding yeah. day. So shout yeah. out to Cedra. <laughs> um, and I had, I had tons of fun. I'm glad she I was able to be there. she got to see all the drama on the day. Of. <laughs> <laughs> she was there from morning to night. Yeah, I'm in the. I'm in. I'm like, yeah, I'm over in the corner in my my Daisy Crocs, just like eyes wide, Doing the like just, just going, stay out of the way. No, that's the great mind, thing stay about out of the way. The great thing about being the groom is that you miss. She all just of that. showed up. I was like, All I did was I sat in a room pretty much by myself for a while because right, right. I had to, I showed up a bit early, uh-huh. but I just kind of like okay I got dressed. I took you know, some pictures. I made sure in my you know my hair was brushed or whatever, yeah. and I was like okay I'm just yeah. gonna wait here. And yeah. and things were happening all right. around me, and I had no idea. That's how Dalton was. I it mean was he great. he rolled up probably <laughs> yeah. about three o'clock, and we had been getting ready since six. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, <laughs> I'm just a makeup girl, and I was Seriously. there all day. Yeah. She was because yeah. he had to get y'all ready, and y'all took y'all started taking photos so mm-hmm. early. He Very. rolls up like an hour before the wedding. Yeah, I was like okay cool. Cool. Unbuttons a couple buttons so they can take photos yeah. of him buttoning those buttons back. <laughs> yeah. And then it's uh, so hard. And you're just like, how dare you? <laughs> like, are you serious? Well, that's the thing. Like after the wedding, I was like, man, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I should not have said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's <laughs> I have like, no right. I have not earned that. Yeah. <laughs> are you serious right now? Um, <laughs> but yeah. So mm-hmm. so when we got engaged, I really had it all planned. Yeah. And I and I think I've told Cedra I had most everything booked within the first five days of us being engaged. Mm-hmm. I had the photographer, the cake, the Whoa. venue, everything, videographer, everything was booked, Goodness. caterer yeah. in the first five days. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, if I ever get married, I'm hiring you as a <laughs> Well, wedding. that's what like, I was about to say. Deal. I was about like, to say, you have a yes. business opportunity I mean, here. Like, market that. I yeah. enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but, you know, and I talk about this a little in the blog, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, as perfect as I thought I had it in those first five days. And we were only engaged for three months, too. Right. And so um, a month in, my caterer quit. Oh, no. So I was like, okay, got to find another caterer, which is fine normally, but we yeah. were two months away. It makes mm-hmm. it a little harder. Okay, my caterer quit. We handled that. Two weeks before the wedding, my florist quit. The same florist that Goodness. I had been wanting since I was itty-bitty. I was like, okay. My, my mom and dad didn't tell me that. They just kind of <laughs> fixed it without me knowing. And I was like, okay, okay, cool, cool. Okay, got another <laughs> caterer. A week out, a week and a half out, my my musician got COVID. 
<laughs> I was like, wedding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, shout out to Randall Murphy, the editor of the journal. Yes. He stepped in and played the piano for me oh, and drew man. in our mailroom. What can he not do? I know. I'm just going to say. I'm like, I have such a great boss, you know? Yeah. And then a week out, almost exactly, my groom broke his foot and we had to cancel or postpone our honeymoon. You can't schedule another foot. No, I mean, you know, I was like, you just going to have to limp around. I'm sorry. <laughs> but all of these things happened and I was like, are yeah. you serious? Goodness. Like, it was only a three-month engagement. Imagine if I had been engaged for a year, well, all of the things that could have gone wrong. <laughs> wow. Um, but even in that time, it was a reminder, like, mm. even though this is my wedding day and everybody says it's your day, it's really not. Right. It's really this union between mm-hmm. me and my husband in the eyes of the Lord. Yes. And it's just this really awesome experience. And those things reminded me of that, mm-hmm. that this is this is not about me, no matter how many times I heard it. But, you know, it's, it's about the Lord, ultimately. Yeah. And um, so... That was kind of something I learned in the experience. But then as Jordan was talking about, you know, um, how how great his wedding was and how great my wedding was, and it, it really was. Mm-hmm. It ended up being, and I told Dalton, I said, it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. I don't know anything that went wrong. You know, it was a great day, and it was the best day probably that I've had as of yet. And so when I kind of got to thinking about how I don't, I'm, but I'm, I'm never going to do it again. Like, <laughs> I don't get to plan this glorious day again. Yeah. I guess you just need to have some daughters. So Apparently. <laughs> I've got oh tons of sisters. We'll just use them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get engaged. You're going to, like, move out of the way. I've got this. I got this. Um, but, you know, that after I was kind of sulking just a little bit, not, not, that anything went wrong, just that, oh, that's over. Yeah. You know, that part of my life, I won't do it again. And the Lord was like, and this is kind of the whole right. premise of the article is he sent the verse from Psalms that said, better is one day in my court than mm. thousands elsewhere. Yeah. And it really hit home because that day was so good. The yeah. best day I've had on earth. But it pales in comparison to yes. what heaven is going to be. And I think a lot of the times we focus on, especially the bad days, you hear heaven awaits. You know, it's going to get better. It's it's going to be great. You're going to go. It's going to be glorious, whatever. But we we I tend to forget that even my good days, I, even my good days aren't good enough to heaven, you know? And so um, that's really where the Lord has been pointing my thoughts um, here in the last yeah. little bit, in the last six weeks, I guess. Yeah. Um, so. Well, that's, that's, that's excellent. I mean, it's such a powerful thing to, to talk about too. Um, it, it, it puts our mind in, in, a, in a very good direction, I guess, of, mm-hmm. of, of what we're thinking about, because we talk about, you know, one day when we go to heaven and sometimes if, if, if our attitudes aren't right and if our hearts aren't right mm-hmm. that can sound kind of like an empty you know comfort right. mm-hmm. because it's so far away sounding and it's it can be abstract if we haven't been spending time in the word and um you know like we're and the pain doesn't go away if, if right. you're going through a hardship the pain just doesn't go away because mm-hmm. you say heaven to yourself mm-hmm. um but the thing about you know better is one day in your my courts you know when, what I think about, too, is we don't have to wait, you know, right. for that to be, you know, the literal reality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to experience that closeness with Christ, because that's what heaven is. Heaven is being in the presence of God. And I know that we talk about, you know, when we die, our spirits go to go to be with God in a place that is called heaven. That's what the Bible describes mm-hmm. it as. So that's a literal thing that happens. But in a sense, that happens here right now. Um, if we are close with God, if we're walking closely to him, we can experience those, you know, the old, old old writers would have called it a foretaste mm-hmm. of heaven um, here as well. And and we can do that through 
through the joys that God brings into our lives, the joys of marriage, I think, is one of the most explicit ones. Um, the joys of having children, the joys of just being with friends and having fellowship with other believers. These things are previews. They're, they're, they're foretastes of the reality of heaven. So that's something that just came to mind um, when we're talking about one day in my court. So if you spend one day, you know, just intentionally focusing on the word of God and coming close to God, that day is probably in, in a real concrete sense going to be one of the best days of your life mm-hmm. um, because then you're going to have distractions that come and, and take you away from that. But that's a good reminder to, um, you know, every day to really intentionally dig into the word and to abide in what God has said um, and to just live in the reality of being his child. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's such an earth shattering thing to think about. You are his child and um, a, a part of this thing called his bride, too. So uh, just to meditate on those realities is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it does help. Like I've always heard about, you know, the marriage feast of the lamb and and Mm -hmm. that passage, but actually being married and actually Mm -hmm. having that wedding experience, it really, it, it, it all was, it all made, it was, it was clear, you know, like this is, this is what it's going to be like. And I'm not going to read it, but in Revelations 19 um, is kind of where that, that passage is where it's talking about um, what it's going to be like um, at the throne. And I would encourage you to read that just mm-hmm. for some encouragement and just to know what we're looking toward. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then you were you were talking about like the best day mm-hmm. of, your, of your human life so far, mm-hmm. of your life here on earth, and how that doesn't, that pales in comparison to heaven yeah. and what we have forward to, you know, what we can look forward to. Um, that also goes for the, like all the little things that that happen along the way that seem to like bring it. You know, people quitting, people getting sick, foots right. broken. Yeah, you know, you you look at that, yeah. but you were able to, you were able to still like it didn't end because you're like because you had that good day coming, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? You're you're sitting there going, all these things happen, but that's not going to stop the best day, mm-hmm. and so that goes for in in through our lives when mm-hmm. these things happen. And some of them are pretty big. Yeah. A lot of people mm-hmm. are experiencing sickness and losing family members and, and everything else. And But we can look at that and go, and the perfect day is coming. Mm-hmm. And that really makes me think of Romans 8, 28, um, the verse that says, and we know for those that who love God, all things work together for good, yeah. those who are called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if I look back at those situations, those just few that I mentioned, yeah. um, you know, Dalton did break his foot, but I got to spend six weeks with him before mm-hmm. he went back to work. And my coworker stepped in and, and helped. So there's so many little things that I look back on and I think, God, you had a, you know, God always has a plan. Yeah, just exactly. that reassurance of everything came together yeah. and it was good. Yeah. It was a perfect day. And I'm so thankful for those little yeah. uh-ohs that just allowed me to see how good he is. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a powerful scripture too. I think sometimes it can be, um, wrongly quoted. <laughs> yes, uh, you know you've mm-hmm. heard it, haven't mm-hmm. you? Like yeah. where where it's sort of like, oh, everything's going to be great. You that's know? not. That's not. That's not what it means. And, if you're, and exactly if you're not careful, you, you can said. that can start feeding into some <clears throat> prosperity gospel teaching. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not careful, and that's not there, there, there's no promise. That's the thing. A lot of people look for promises for perfection and mm-hmm. and you know, you know, complete healing and right. and uh, wealth. Yeah, sure. And I mean, yeah. like. I mean, like physical, 
monetary wealth. Yeah. They look for that. They look at scripture like this, and they're like, well, God's going to give me all of these things because I'm one of his. And I'm like, no, not necessarily. Mm, no. <laughs> you, may, yeah. you may get those things, mm-hmm. but just because you don't here on earth doesn't mean <laughs> that you're not his child. Right. Exactly. I mean, what what is the good that all things work towards? You know, mm-hmm. for 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 us, for the for those who love God. I mean, the the good is a, is a spiritual thing. It's like a spiritual wealth. You right. know, it's that closeness with God. It's that, you know, um, and and the, and some of this is a mystery to me too, because um, I mean, uh, in the Gospels, uh, Jesus talks about laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's a mystery mystery to me. Like, right. what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, some people talk about well, if you if you you know if 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 this is how you live your life and you live your life according to these you know precepts in the Bible, then when you get to heaven, your your mansion is going to be really big, you know, like and, <laughs> like and that may be true. That might be that may be true. Um, but regardless, right? Uh, this is something that is spoken of in the Bible, and it is a spiritual reality. And while you know, like like Cedar said, you know, we we may be blessed with real wealth and real health, and I, mm-hmm. I would hope that that would be the case for everybody. But the good that um, that everything is working towards is is the wedding, you mm-hmm. know, right? Like like what you're illustrating here, um, you're going to have some broken feet along the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are going to have some you're, broken in fact, feet. That's kind of promise. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. We don't live in a perfect world. Mm-hmm. That's why we look forward to mm-hmm. to you know to being with the Lord. And you know, I have another scripture too that the Lord really has laid on my heart lately, mm-hmm. and that is Proverbs um, three five through six, and it says, "Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and mm-hmm. He will make straight your paths." And you know, I think that's another important thing to remember is. We're not leaning on our own understanding. Yeah. You know, just how we were talking about in Romans eight twenty eight, the whole good, what we think that means. We're not trusting ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're we're trusting the Lord in his ways and and if we follow that, you know, then then we see the good, you yeah, know, you know, exactly. because it's it's his it's his plan, not ours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that that comes from the Proverbs too. I've mm-hmm. been I've been sort of um, reading the Proverbs a bit more in my quiet time. Um, it's one of those books that, <clears throat> unfortunately, sometimes I can think of. Oh, it's just a. It's it's one of those books where you're like, uh, it's it's kind of just a book of good sayings, right? Um, and but it's but not and cohesive. You, yeah, and you forget yep. that oh, this isn't the Bible. You need right. the, you know this is the Word of God. But I've been looking more into the in the Proverbs, and. One thing that Solomon says over and over, and this is like the wisest man in the world. Um, I mean, the second wisest man ever to walk the earth other than Jesus, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it, you have to listen to what he says here. And, he's, and he says, you know, he think, says things like, my son, listen to your father, get wisdom, right. get understanding. And he's like, these are the most, most important things. Mm-hmm. And then he says something like, lean not on your own understanding. So, the way, what, what it seems to be saying here is that your own understanding is always going to be faulty. You're never going to have right. a right perspective. And while wisdom, as as he says in the Proverbs, wisdom is the chief thing. Wisdom is the most important thing. What he's talking about there is not wisdom that we can get on our own. He's yeah. not talking about wisdom that we can get by reading all the wise men of the ages. You know, This is wisdom that comes from God. This is God himself, really. Mm-hmm. This is Jesus um, you know, he he's the word of God. He he is that wisdom that we want. Yeah. Um, and so it's such a comfort that God points us to to what is good for us, really. He doesn't leave us to be, you know, there's some parenting styles where and and and, and I can see some positives in this. Um, 
if you don't dig into it too much, but uh, some positives in like sort of let the kids kind of figure it out for themselves. Right. You know, let them kind of lean on their own understanding. And I, (laughs) it depends on the (laughs) situation. It depends on the situation. uh, It depends on the situation. You want to be there supervising. I'm not talking about like driving a tractor or something. Don't go drive a car. I'm talking about where does this toy go? Figure it out for yourself. Find a place for it. There are times when you see your kids, like when they're young and they're like, oh, they're about to fall, but you know, they're going to, fall you know onto, onto the couch kitchen they're yeah, yeah they're not gonna get hurt <laughs> just drop them and so you're just like <laughs> just but so down. they yeah of course you could say yeah. right, you know i'm gonna let them learn from this or they'll they'll land on the cushion and think that's fun yeah and continue on but i so i'm having flashbacks there was a, a movie <laughs> no, 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 she no, has no, an no, experience no, okay so uh-huh. they're not not that but there is uh I, some of these i'm having like rom-com Flashbacks. Okay. You know, you watch all these rom coms, yes, and you start out your article by saying, "I've always, I've always loved princesses," mm-hmm. and just those, those kind of stories make me think of like the rom com world where it's like this, this story, and in the end, they've got the perfect. You know, they, they're always at the, you know, walking down yeah. the aisle to the to the guy in the movie that they fell in love with. You know, but I remember uh, from one particular movie, there was a scene between the main character and her dad, and she was like. He was like telling her, like, you know, you can't learn from my mistakes. You've got to go. You got to go out there and make your own mistakes. And I'm like, I don't agree, <laughs> sir. I do not agree. I can well, look at your mistakes and go, that is incorrect. Right. Yeah. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna I'm make not, that mistake in particular. Yeah, now right. I'm not. I'm human. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Well, I'm sure I will make mistakes. But mm-hmm. that one, we're going to just and avoid that well, while, while there is something to be said for while you are a young child under the supervision of your parents learning something by experience experience mm-hmm. can be a good teacher yeah. mm-hmm. but there is another proverb that says you know train up a child in, in the, the way, way they should go, go. Mm-hmm. when they are old they are not depart from it so it kind of goes like it, it's it's exactly the opposite yeah. of what the that character was saying I think your parents are teaching um, you the correct things yes. and yeah. maybe you yeah. won't have but exactly. I mean yeah there are times when, when, when as children you do learn I keep thinking yeah. of my, my nephew who is he's a you know, uh, almost two and a half now. He uh, fell one time. He mm-hmm. didn't get hurt, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did hurt, I guess. It scared him more than anything. But now he's a lot more cautious whenever he's doing certain yeah. things and he right. feels it's like not balanced enough. Exactly. And he starts yeah. going, fall. Fall. And I'm like, yes, baby, you'll fall. You just got to be careful. And so, like, and like one time he, he touched something hot. And so now, <clears throat> now, now like, he it's sees hot. this, you know, because stuff that we tell him is hot. He's like, hot. And he, like, yeah, hot. There you and he go. moves mm-hmm. away from it. Yeah. He learned. And when he right. is old, he will not depart from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'm not I'm touching him. a stove. I'm not well, touching a stove. And that's why it is comforting, though. That in the Bible, God does point us to what is good for us, and that is his His understanding, mm-hmm. you know, his wisdom. And we have it in unlimited supply in his word. Um, so that should encourage us all the more as we're going through life and we're going to face challenges. Some of us have already faced challenges and uh, and uh, and things that have come up that are unexpected, and we don't know what to do. I mean, but we have the answer. We have the word of God. And that should really, really drive us to not just, you know, every morning to check it off our list to kind of, you know, read a couple of verses here and there, but to really do what Solomon says and and, and sell everything to get wisdom. That's what he says. He's like, if you, if you have everything in the world, but you don't have wisdom, get rid of the yep. world, get wisdom mm-hmm. is, is the most important thing. And of course, that is the wisdom of the word. Um, but but it, it, it is a comfort that God points us to that 
And it's a comfort, too, that we do know the end of the story, like we've been saying throughout this episode here. The wedding supper of the Lamb is coming, and nobody's canceling. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody's canceling. No <laughs> caterers, no florists, nobody. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. All things are going to work together for that good. Um, so how can we, as, as we're... Um, you know, I, I think you know writing this article is a good way to do this you, you, to 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 spread this word of of comfort and everything. Mm-hmm. But we want to we want to while we're going through these struggles, we want to have that mindset. Um, how do you think we can keep this mindset of leaning on the Father while we're going through those times? Right, and I think the easiest thing, which is the kind of the hardest thing when you're in the moment, yes. is to have that attitude of gratitude. Yeah. And just to remember, like, it, in those moments, I thought, oh, my goodness, Dalton literally broke his foot. God, what is happening? <laughs> but I was still getting married. Yeah. I still got married. Yeah. You know, and you still, even though those trials and those uh-ohs come up, usually we get over it pretty quick, mm-hmm. you know? And so if we can just focus on, and even that verse in Romans and or Proverbs, you know, like if we can just remember that God does work things for yeah. our good, for those that love him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we're leaning on his understanding, not our own. And when you start thinking about all of the things that God has done for you, it's kind of hard to mm-hmm. just stay in that pity party mood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's the biggest thing. And it's the hardest thing. I'm not saying that I practice that every day because I'm not saying that I was in the happiest um, mindsets when yeah. I found out some of those things that happened. Um, <laughs> but in the end, mm-hmm. it's all going to work out. Yeah. And I think that's important to remember no matter what we're going through that he's still a good God yeah I I keep thinking of the hymn um it is well with my soul Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all know any of the history behind Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. uh but written by hymnist uh Horatio is it Spafford Spafford is that yes Spafford yeah Mm -hmm. okay uh, I'm not really great at pronouncing names. He's pronounced you pronounced Horatio, so. I know, I was impressed. Like, I, okay, well, there you go. Write that on my list of good things I've done. <laughs> Anyways, but the the thing is, is uh, for anybody who who knows that him, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you think was a you know this person's life must have been going great when they wrote right. that. No, mm-hmm. um, it, it wasn't. Uh, he had, you know, had lost his four year old son in the Great Chicago Fire and. And the and that fire, same fire, ruined him financially, and just and just more and more things happen. And in the midst of all of that, this man penned the hymn, "It Is Well with My Soul." Mm-hmm. And 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 I and I encourage you to look up that hymn if you've yes. never if you if you don't know it, just look up the lyrics. Uh, and just I, and sometimes when I've, I I revisit that hymn when I'm having a struggle yeah. and I'll sometimes just, I'll look it up on Spotify or something and then I'll, and I'll play it. Exactly. And, and I just think about the lyrics to that. So, mm-hmm. and the really cool thing about that song is it does, it talks about peace, but it also talks about when the sorrows and it talks about both sides of the yeah. spectrum. Mm-hmm. And, um, it is really beautiful. Yes. Well, in the, the Hebrews, um, in the old Testament had the tradition of setting up stones to, mm-hmm. of remembrance yeah. of yeah. God's grace. And when, their children would say, what is that stone over there? And they would say, well, that is that time that God intervened in this circumstance. And we can do the same thing. I encourage people to journal, write Mm -hmm. a journal of all the times um, that God has intervened in your life and has come to your aid and has really answered prayers. And also try 
this is impossible, but try to write all the times that he's abandoned you and hasn't helped you. <laughs> and I guarantee you it's going to be a blank page. Um, so thank you for being on with us today, yes, Hannah. Yes, thanks for having me awesome. again. We're going to have you on again, I promise. Deal. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, until next week, everybody, continue to share truth and apply scripture. Thank you.